Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Results podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant, a.k.a. DG. Um, often, sometimes actually called Dizzy, too. Dizzy was my nickname when I played for the Globetrotters. Actually, what a lot of people don't know was my first nickname with the Globetrotters was General, for General Grant, right? It's kind of, I don't know, I have my opinion on it, but uh, it was because of General Ulysses S. Grant from the Civil War. Um, but we played against the Washington Generals, so that was confusing. Whenever I would score or do something, they'd be like, General Grant. They'd be like, wait, General or like the Generals? So I ended up picking the name uh, Dizzy. So anyway, that was off me going off on a tangent from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> this episode, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm really talking to myself, but I think this is going to help somebody. I think this is going to help somebody. And I, I'm... I'm pulling back. I'm giving us a little bit of reprieve from really diving deep. Um, but before we get into that, don't know how familiar we are with CERN. Uh, basically, it's a large hedron collider where, to make it really simple, they built this structure in Switzerland that uh, is 17 miles around. It's a big circle and it's underground. And what they do is simply fire particles like electrons at the speed of light or a little faster. Or maybe it's a little below. But anyway, they're slamming them in together. Boom. 17 miles. Like I mean, they're flying. Like flying and they're slamming these particles. And the reason why they're doing this is because they want to recreate the Big Bang. And the reason why they want to recreate the Big Bang, because at that time, there was something that we call antimatter. Also, something called dark matter. I'm not going to get into it. They just did this on July 5th. Okay? Just this past week, July 5th. I say that because they're going to do this for the next six months. The only reason why I'm telling you this is when you do this, you are you are you are effing with this three dimensional plane that we're on. You're going to there. So I say that this is a whole nother probably three part episode that I will do. I promise. But increased uh, intuition, increased paranormal activity. You're uh, think of it like this: you're making a slit into this dimension, and now dark matter. You're opening it up to other dimensions. You're almost creating like a wormhole. Like I said, I'm not going to get into it, but the only reason why I'm telling you is this is, is start to be more aware in your life. You'll start to see things maybe a little differently or feel things. I know one thing. I've been leading up to it. I've been – I could just feel like – and I can't tell you how many people I've talked to. The week before the 4th of July, the last week of June, people were going through some real stuff. But I'm not going to – like I said, that's a whole other episode. What I wanted to talk to you all about was – Basically, like you, you, you really being all that you can be. And I, I went down and visited a client that I have. Um, she plays in the WNBA, and I went and talked to her. And I mean, unbelievable talent, right? She's going to be a really, really good player. But anyway, we're talking about like what it means to be a pro. What does it mean to be a pro? And I, you know, I look at my parents. My parents raised me. You know, they they grew up. I think they were both they were both born in 1951. Uh, they both grew up in rural South Carolina. My dad was one of eight children. His father, he was the third youngest. Um, his father died when he was seven years old. He had a heart attack when he went hunting. Died like 50 yards from the house. Um, so, And his mom never remarried. She raised all eight kids by herself. So my dad struggled growing up. He got to see what it was like. So his mom, 
instilled like discipline, hard work, values, all that stuff, right? My mom, on the other hand, you know, she was one of three. She was the middle child. Her father um, basically farmed land. It was essentially sharecropping. So she she's like, I couldn't play sports. My mom was a tremendous athlete, still is at the age of 70, plays tennis a couple times a week, plays in a league, like travels, everything. But she couldn't do all these things because she had to work on a farm and she had to do all these things. She's like, she's telling me like, man, we had to pick cotton, you know, the heat of the summer in South Carolina. Stuff nowadays that children or young people now are like, what? That went on? Like, yeah, my parents like lived it. Like you went back in time. You're like, yo, this is slavery. Like what? But anyway, here's my point. This was the foundation of how I was raised. So my parents always taught me to be quote unquote professional. And I take it for granted because I'm realizing that not everybody gets taught this. So what this podcast is going to do is I'm going to give you the framework for you to start to have a system like we have in businesses, right? We have a system to run everything. I'm going to give you a system so that way you can start to be all that you ha- you can be because now you have a framework or, or, or quote unquote structure around you. You can throw in your talents of whatever you do to make it work. So here's, here's, Here's what what I do in my life that has helped me immensely that I don't that my parents taught me, right? I make my bed up every day. Me and my wife have an agreement that whoever's last out of bed makes the bed up. So <laughs> it's usually her though. Because I get up at five in the morning, so it's usually her unless she has something. But uh we make the bed up every day. And I teach my children this. My, my son's been making his bed up since he was seven, six years old, I think. My daughter's seven. She makes up her bed. Um, her bed's a little smaller than his, so she can make it up a little better. But um, the reason why I have my children make up their bed, the reason why I make up my bed, because I don't have to. I'm, I'm a grown man. I don't have to do it. I don't have to if I don't want to. But here's the reason why. Because the energy that it takes for me to do something that's so simple is the same energy that it would take for me to do something that I really don't want to do. Um, in business or in life or as a parent. So I tell you, it's simple to make up your bed. It's easy to make up your bed, but it's easier not to make it up. You see what I'm saying? That's what we would call discipline. This is what we call discipline. This is the muscle of discipline, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing. So I, everything that I do, these structures that I'm going to teach you and tell you, it's to cultivate the tools that you are, that are used for everything that you do in life. So making up my bed is not a tool, it's not a, a, a task that I'm going to need in business, but the energy of doing some stuff that I really don't want to do, that's going to be needed in being a husband. That's going to be needed in being a parent. That's going to be needed in being an entrepreneur. You see what I'm saying? So making up your bed, number one. I forgot the guy's name. It was the, 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 the naval admiral. He wrote a book. I think it was called Make Up Your Bed Every Day, right? Same premise. So my mother always taught me, you make up your bed, always make it up, right? Now, don't get me wrong. There's some days when I don't make it up, right? But for the most part, 90% of the time, 95%, I'm, I'm making up my bed every day. That's number one. Number two, I get up early. Why do I get up early? Just to say that I get up early? No, because it's it's the it's another, it's like the next level of discipline. But in order to get up early, guess what I got to do? I got to go to bed early. So I go to bed at like 9.30. My my my, my uh, do not disturb starts at 9 o'clock. So if I'm a, I got a client or somebody, you can tell me the end of the world could end. If it ends at 9.01, I ain't going to know. <laughs> I won't know because my phone is on do not disturb. And occasionally I'll go in there to like because I have to look at something or do something or answer an email real quick. But for the most part, I'm, I'm shutting everything down. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I can't, I cannot get up. If I do not go to bed, 
You got to go to bed. And in order to go to bed, that takes hyper discipline. That takes, that's, 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 that's the discipline if you're an athlete of you hitting that next rep when you're really done and you're exhausted, you don't want to do anymore, but you stay for another 10 minutes. You see what I'm saying? When you run sprints and you're exhausted, you've, you've run your 20, 100 yard sprints. And you're like, man, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do five more. And nobody's telling you to do five more. You're just doing it. That's that same energy. So going to bed and establishing a bedtime. Cause here's, I'm going to tell you this. I'm 39 years old. I'm old. I'm bald. I'm gray. Right. <laughs> I got kids. I'm not cool anymore. I, those days are done. Ain't nothing going on after probably about 1030 at night. Nothing productive. Ain't nothing going on. Nothing. So you're not going to miss anything is my point. I'm here to tell you that. I go to bed early. I get up early. I wake up in the morning. I'm not, I'm not like, dang, how can I miss that? No. So going to bed early. Number two. Sorry, that's maybe number three. Start to develop a structure so that the first thing that you do, the first hour of your day is devoted primarily and only to you. I do not do anything for anyone else until I have taken care of myself in the morning. That's the first thing that I do. So what does that look like? My, if I get up at five o'clock and I don't set an alarm anymore, I just get up. I'm used to it. If I get up at five o'clock, by 5.05, I'm meditating. I'm meditating while I'm still sleepy, while I'm, my brain waves are still in that theta state so I can still tap into the, to, to the, to the spiritual world. I don't have the logical egoic mind running crazy thinking about what it has to do today and what it's got to get done and where we got to go and what are we going to... So starting off your day with either breath work or meditation or journaling or just being quiet or reading or watching something or listening to this podcast, starting your day off with that before you actually pick up your phone and start integrating into this chaotic world, you have to start to, you got to take care of the inner world first because the outer world, if you are not dictated, if you, if you don't take care of the inner world the outer world will grab that mother. It will take it at, and and just run wild with it. And now here you are. You're up and down with your emotions, your thoughts. You can't control. You feel like you're moving 100. You're running the rat race like 99% of this population is. So I start my day off from a stable state of mind. And the only way to do that is to take care of self. Self-love. That's real self-love. Putting yourself first in the first thing of the day. Last thing of the day is I take care of myself. So I'm starting my day and I'm ending the day with me. And everything else in between that, that's land yap, as we would say in Louisiana. That's French for extra. I'm t- I got to take care of me. Throughout your day now, you can develop, uh, and you have to do what works for you. I always make sure the food that I eat, no, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I do, I do slack, right? But majority of the time, the food that I eat, it has to be in line with the version of me that I'm trying to be. So I want to have a low body fat percentage. I want to be uh, have energy. I can't be sitting here eating cat fried catfish and French fries. I can't be drinking Slurpees. You see what I'm saying? So making sure that my diet, what I consume, what I put into my body is in line with the version of me that I'm trying to get to. If you say you want to be a millionaire, then you need to eat like how a millionaire would eat. A millionaire is not going to eat stuff and be laying around, be dragging. Uh, uh. No, they're going to be up. They're going to be going. They got to have energy. So I'm just using a millionaire as an example. If you want to be an all-star, you want to be MVP, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what field you are in. You To be professional, you must develop a structure that works for you around you. You want that promotion. Start carrying yourself as if you're like you, you already have the promotion. 
How would you act? How would you talk? How would you walk? What would you eat? How would, what would your sleep? What would your sleep look like? I, I, I did this on October 19th of 2020. I constructed this, this script of what my day would look like. I live it today to that point. Exactly to that. To everything on that script I live out to this day. And I remember when I wrote that, I was waking up whenever I was d- done sleeping. Like when I wasn't, when I was ready to get up, it could be 7.30. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get up at five o'clock. And that really, that seemed like, oh my gosh, I gotta get up at five. What? I'm gonna eat a plant-based diet. Oh my gosh, what? I'm only gonna eat one meal a day. Like, well, how? Why am I... Now I live in it and I'm like, this is no problem at all. My point of this is, is I had to first change my thoughts and my perception of how I perceive myself. This is, and, and how you perceive yourself is going to be a direct correlation of really what you really do you really believe that you're capable of what you say you want to be. Everybody has the ability to be an all-star. Everybody has the ability to be CEO of that company. Everybody has the ability to start that business. We all have it. We all have it. It's just only some of us will develop enough discipline to get us on that track. It takes discipline to put the train on the track. Once the train is on the track, it's going to go because the discipline was just to get it on the track. Discipline is the muscle that will be needed. But to have discipline, you can't have discipline if you don't have clarity. You got to have clarity. And here's what clarity is going to give you. In between the clarity and in between the discipline, you're going to have to use something called focus. So I tell my son all the time, you got to focus. You got to focus. You got to focus. That means you centralize your attention on something when you really don't want to do it. So discipline is me doing something when I don't really want to or need to do it. Focus is me bringing it down even lower and putting my attention on even more. But in order to do that, I had to first know what I was looking at. And that's what clarity is. Clarity is key. Clarity is key. Write that down. Clarity is key. I know why I'm here. I know what I'm here to do. So my job is just to stay disciplined and stay focused. I have the clarity. I have the vision. There's, there's, there's a bunch of different roads I'm going to take. You know, I don't know what they are exactly specifically, but I know they're, I, I know, I know where the top of the mountain is. I can see the top of the mountain. It's like when you drive and you see a big, huge mountain, but it's all brush and woods and everything. You're not going to walk in a straight path because it's not always cleared out for you. But having clarity, discipline, focus, and then here's the last thing you got to have. You got to know your why. You got to know why you're doing it. You got to have the fuel. The fuel is your why. That's the fuel that's going to power that locomotive. I told you clarity lets you know where you want to go. Discipline puts you on the track. Focus allows you to make sure you, you, you stay aligned. But your why is your fuel. That's what's going to keep you going. I see this so often in sports when I work with athletes. They got the, they got the clarity. They got the discipline. They got the focus, but they don't know why they're doing it. So when times get hard, when things get tough, when life starts doing what life does, we give up because we don't really know why we're doing it in the first place. Here's what I will tell you with your why. Your why needs to be intrinsic, meaning it's non-materialistic. It's from the inside out. So I don't do what I do because I want to be wealthy and make a bunch of money. That isn't why. I do what I want to, what I do is because I, I know that every soul has the capability to be something more than they've ever known because I'm doing it myself. I didn't, I, I, I always believed there was more, but I didn't know, but it was through me diving inward. So now my goal is to help every soul in, on their journey that comes to me to help them see this and experience this. 
So it's not, oh, I want to make more money. That's not it at all. Because money, money, money's not even real anyway. It must be intrinsic. So what wakes me up every day is helping souls. That's what wakes me up. And this is the conundrum that I'm having to deal with now in my life is what do you do when the thing that you do for a living gives you life? And you run yourself ragged, but it gives you life. Like I was in Dallas last couple of weeks. I've been in Seattle. I've been in Boston. I've been in Dallas. I've been having these three two-day work weeks at home, still having to be a parent, still having to be a, 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 a father. Um, it's a parent and father. It's the same thing. Sorry. Being a husband. And making sure that I'm 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 fulfilling those obligations, but then when I like my actual occupation that provides for our family, I love doing it. I'm cramming. I'm doing. I got to make sure that I find balance, though. But my point of this is, is my why. I've been fortunate enough that it's what I do for a living. I could do it forever. I was. I was doing it before I ever made it into what it is now. But this is what fuels me. So even when I have those low dark days, I'm you know because I'm human, just like everybody else. I still got to remember my why of why I'm doing it. I got to remember why. So the other day I was on a plane. I was going to go visit visit, visit a, a, a client, and you know I was having I was going through it. You know, it was the full moon. I was releasing some stuff, and some stuff was coming to service. I mean, it was hitting me hard. You talk about the vibrational mosh pit. My goodness, right? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm running myself. I got I got up last night. I got up this morning at three o'clock because I had a five o'clock flight. And I got to do stuff. I go right into it. I'll be. I won't get to bed tonight till probably midnight. I get the next day and do it again. And I leave it. Like I'm just like thinking of every way or reason why it's going to be hard. But then I get a text message. I get a text message from someone who's like, man, I'm really struggling. Like I don't know what to do. Like man, if I just. And I was listening to what they were saying, and they were like, man, they don't have a structure. Like they don't know. Like. They don't know. They don't know any better. Their parents didn't teach them. And I said to myself, I got to help them. This is why I'm here. I got to show them so they can so they can have the framework and go on to do things greater than I. This is the why. It's intrinsic. It's not it's not it's not anything in the material, the physical world. It had to be on the inner world. Let that be your why because here's the beauty of it. Once you do that, you'll always have a fuel source. You'll always have a fuel supply. We can use Kobe as, as, as an example. Kobe was, he wasn't chasing rings. Kobe was chasing Kobe. And we start to hear things now that we watch old videos and read books and articles about him. This man was hunting and chasing the best version of himself. He was chasing the best version of himself that he knew existed. And he knew if he could get to it, it was going to be better than Michael. It was going to be better than LeBron. It was going to be better than, it was going to be one of the best ever. So he was chasing that, and as a byproduct of him chasing that inner part of him that he knew he could get to that existed, you win championships, you win MVPs, you get endorsements, you have a, a, a fortune, right, an, an empire, the shoes, every, all that, all that comes with it. But you can't chase after that. You can't chase after the job. Chase after the version of you that's going to create the job. We've talked about this income versus outcome. We've talked about this. But in order to do that, you had to have structure. You had to have discipline. Putting yourself in positions repeatedly to do things that you really don't want to do. That's what's going to separate you from everybody else. That's what's going to get you. And I don't say separation. I'm not talking from like like an egoic place. I'm saying that's what's going to put you in the top 1% of beings that are tapping in and living from the spiritual world first instead of living from the physical plane first. Chase after that version of you. So I stopped wanting I stopped doing my my new moon manifestations of of acquiring things 
and start doing new moon manifestations of creating me. Creating me. That's what I want to do. Expand my level of awareness of myself. Expand my consciousness and everything else just comes with it. So so, so my point, I, I jumped around a little bit, but setting a time to go to bed, setting a time to get up like early before, before the world starts scurrying around. You can make every excuse in the book, but the excuses that you make are going to be in direct line with what you want, like how bad you say you want it. You want to be a pro bowler. We'll see how bad you really want to be a pro bowler. Are you willing to get up at 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning and get everything done that you need to do to have yourself in the right frame of mind so when you do have to do the stuff that you really don't want to do, you attack it with a vengeance and you don't do it just to get by? Are you willing to meditate in the morning and affirm yourself 30, 45 minutes in the morning and tell yourself how 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 unbelievably uh, powerful and strong you are to do anything? Are you willing to do that? So that when the day starts and everything in this world is saying that you can't be or do anything, you're willing to, you still have the willpower to fight and go against it and not believe what the world tells you about yourself. Are you willing to do that? You had to first know your why. When you know your why, you won't care what comes with it. I know where I need to go. I know what I have to do to get there. So nothing's going to stop me from getting there. Nothing. Not in this physical world, it ain't. I want it too bad. I want it too, I'm not even going to, you see, you see the conviction this was it. You had to know your why. Your why is going to see how bad you really want it. And then, and then, and like I said, when you have that discipline, when you have that focus, you have the clarity. Now it's just a matter of doing it. You just got to do it and let this quote unquote thing called time do what it does. Let it do what it does. You're going to get there. You'll get there. Once the train is on the track, all you got to do is just stay on the track. It'll get there. It will get there. It may take a little longer, but it's going to get there. It's just had to get on the track first. So put your train on the track. Don't shy away from what's hard. I don't run away from things that are hard. I told you weeks, weeks, weeks back that the app wasn't working. The release date didn't, didn't come out on the release date. The people who said they were building and going to do it, they didn't do it. They weren't doing it. Why is this not working? Then I started saying, man, uh, this is, this is the, the, the jackal. The ego came up and said, well, maybe, maybe it's not going to work. That's why we don't need to do it. Don't do it. The app wasn't a good idea. It won't work. Nah, no, we can't do this. We got to run towards it. I'm going to figure it out. So what I do, I said for the next week or however long it takes, I'm going to devote two hours every night, two hours every night, sacrifice my sleep and go on YouTube and learn how to code an app. So that's what I started doing. Four days in, I figured it out because I wasn't going to let something stop me because I knew my why I had to reach the masses. I got to touch them. I got to touch them. I got to, I got to, I got to reach them somehow. It was intrinsic. It was not extrinsic. It wasn't about how much money the app's going to make. It was how many souls can I help free? Do you see how this works now? All men are created equal. You have the same tools, the same capabilities. It's up to you though, to put the train on the track. Don't worry about if the train's going to fall off. It's up to you. Focus, 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 focus. Don't lose focus. There's a lot of distractions in this world. A lot of distractions. Arguably now more than ever. There's there's more distractions than ever. Phones, TV, Netflix, all of these things, government. They're distract they're they're distracting you from keeping the clarity, from keeping the focus, the discipline that's needed to keep your train up on your track. 
Get it up on there and go get it. And I'll see you all at the top on the pathway to your results. (laughs) 